And this is Steve, and you're listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, training, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, and playing podcast. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. What is this, episode 48? Yeah. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. End of the year, almost. I know. We're almost to 52, and at 52, it'll be one year of yeah. podcasting. What are we going to do for episode 52? <sighs> Let's make that the worst, like the bo- most boring episode we've done. Here's what we'll do for 52. We'll pre-game it and just get smashed. Oh, my gosh. Before we record it. Hey, guys. Welcome. This is the game I'm on. Half, halfway through, we'll just be taking a nap. Like It'll <laughs> it'll be that bad. Yeah. Halfway through, we'll just pass out and you'll get 30 minutes of like silence and... <laughs> And like and farts. No. Here's what we'll do: we'll get in a violent fight with each other. <laughs> Halfway through, it'll turn into a sports no. versus hating sports podcast. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about sports. Um, <laughs> do we just want to get into it? Oh, probably. Ask me what's new. Hey Steve. Ryan, what's new? <laughs> oh, I was. I've been trying to sell uh, my Digitech uh, Whammy Wah XP100. That's nice on Reverb today. <laughs> and uh, well, I, I I listed it yesterday, and then I got a hit on it this morning. And the guy made me a low offer, but it was pretty much exactly what I paid for it. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'll break even on this. I'll I'll take up his offer. And then the guy's just been giving me grief. Like, asking all these questions, like, are you sure it works? Because I ordered another one and it showed up and it didn't work. And, like, the power supply fried it or something like that. And so I, like, have taken three videos of this thing of me, like, showing, like, here's the power supply I'm using with it. I'm not selling you the power supply, but if you get one like this, does it'll it, work. Does it come, does it need a special supply? Um, you know, I, I'm using, like, one of those H-Pro wall wart sort of things. The one that came right. with my, uh, my Jam Man. Uh, yeah, which I guess is a standard Digitech or uh, yeah, I think the H Pro, I it's a higher impede, like it's it supplies more current, but I think it's a standard nine volt. I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, well, it's like nine point seven five volts or something. Whatever. Like that. No, yeah, it's a, not going to cook anything. A lot of power supplies are nine point six. Yeah, for reasons that are probably really obvious that escape me at the moment. But anything. <laughs> You know, it's funny because it's like everything, not everything, but a lot of pedals call for nine point nine nine volts. They just right. say nine volts, but the reality is, is that a lot of the power supplies that come with them supply nine point six. Sure, sure. It's you know they round up. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't know why that is. Yeah, um, but it's it's so, common. So, anyways, I'm trying to be a nice guy, and I've recorded like three different videos showing him. That every single function of the pedal works. And this guy says he's owned like three before, and that they have like a limited lifespan under heavy use. Right. And so he just wants to make sure that it's not at that point already. Huh. But I'm hoping. I haven't checked my email in a while. I'm hoping that he just decides to buy it, or he stops because I already accepted his offer, which means the ad is down. Yeah. I hope he wraps this up so that he can either buy it or I can sell it to someone else. You know. So I recently, I was gonna. Eh, I don't necessarily need to save this for next next episode. I sold a, a looper on uh-huh. Reverb, and I got an offer, and then I countered it, and then I got the same offer again, that and gave a pretty compelling reason why 
my offer wasn't good, which uh-huh. was fine. Sure. Um, and as soon as I sent the, as soon as I accepted the offer, uh, I got a, uh, I got basically payment and another message from that person at the same time saying, like, I got the payment, so I'm good to ship. Uh-huh. And I got a message that said, like, oh, thanks for meeting me where I, where I could go. So, piece of cake. So, it's in the mail right now. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Reverb so far has been really a great experience for me. Uh, besides this guy, you know, needing so much documentation for this thing. But yeah. I kind of, I get where he's coming from. Like, he has experience with these pedals. He knows how they break. He wants to make sure that this one isn't already broken. I don't know a lot about the Whammy series pedals in general, but I wonder if it. I wonder if it's something mechanical that breaks from use. Or I have no idea. I know a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people, but some people buy these pedals and they do these modifications on them mm. that make them every single pedal from the XP line. Right. So you could turn it into like a space station and like the other thing and the other thing. I think I think there's four in the line. Right. Uh, f- f- and you turn into a space station, um, the Starship Enterprise, <laughs> the Death Star, <laughs> or um, that's the, the Moon, or the Nostromo. Is it the Nostromo from the Alien franchise? Oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, <laughs> or uh, what was the Spaceball One? Spaceball One. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or the uh what's the ship name from Mystery Science Theater? The Satellite of Love. Satellite of Love, yes. Yeah. Yes, the satellite I was actually so I watched Mystery Science Theater Good. 3000 today. Good. I, it was one of the newer episodes with uh Oh yeah, with the girl villain. Yeah. Um, I don't like her. I forget. I forget what her name was. But it was Phantom Planet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That was kind of cool. I watched it in chunks, but whatever. I love Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, I was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Ton, tons of episodes on Netflix Little right now. Little buzz marketing right there. <laughs> Netflix, show us the money. Listen, like, if you guys... This isn't an advertisement. This is, like, honest truth from me. If you are paying for cable or satellite right now, <laughs> and you live in an area that has decent internet, what are you doing with your life, man? It's all about the streaming and stealing right now. I'm only paying five bucks for cable. For basic? Yeah. Yeah. I was paying a lot more for cable, but I, I, I ditched everything. I ditched all the cable. I'm well, just you on the like, internet now. You were doing like full shred digital cable with like 180 channels and whatever. Yeah. And I didn't, I only watched like three of those channels. Yeah. It was stupid. What needs to happen, and I don't know because of the way. The industry is set up. This is so off topic. Yeah. Because of the way the industry is set up, I don't know how this could happen. But what needs to happen is a provider who will do a full a la carte service. Yeah, absolutely. Where they basically say, this is what we are being charged to provide these channels. Yeah. This is what we are going to charge you. Maybe they don't even... I think people would be shocked at what what comprises their their bill. They're like, I didn't know I was paying... That percentage of my bill for ESPN when I don't yeah. even watch it, and, and I feel and and exactly, and, and that's the thing is like you for for you and I like, I think both of us we could probably do like get away with like fifteen channels, sure, but we would pick fifteen different channels. Like I would freaking I hate the fact that I don't have ESPN, right? But you have no use for it, right? Um, but that's exactly what I think is the next step for the cable industry 
is somebody offering like a full a la carte service. But the reality is, is the next step for the cable industry is that they're just going to go away completely. Yeah. And that every single network is going to offer their service a la carte. Yeah. Or through Hulu or Netflix or something yeah, like and that. Yeah. And it's going to be a royal pain. Yeah, probably. Because you're going to have like 8,000, you know, oh, I've got my ESPN.com login. I've got my CBS.com login. No, no, I've got all, my all just, IFC login. No, they'll all just put it through, you know, single providers like Hulu or Netflix or something like that, or maybe something new. And you will, it will be a la carte through sure. that provider. So right. You'll be like, I'm going to build my plan through this site, you know. Right. And they'll just distribute to whatever different providers there are. Uh, yeah, let's get back on subject because we're <laughs> yes. crazy off. But seriously, guys, cancel your cable and your satellite. You don't, <laughs> you don't need that garbage anymore. You don't need that frustration and, and expense in your life. Spend that money on guitar stuff already. Yeah. You know? Or send it to us. Or send it to us. Oh, my gosh. PayPal us the money. I really need to link our account to a PayPal so people can just send us money at random. Yeah, totally. Um all right, uh, so I'm done talking about my thing. Do we want to get into ads? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we want to get into ads? Sheesh. I mean, come on already. Uh, first ad, let me pull this up. I found this on Reverb Today, and I've been seeing a lot of this lately, and it just drives me nutballs. 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 This guy is selling two Joyo pedals, and someone just recently on the group asked about uh, Joyo pedals and another brand of pedals. Uh, K-Line. K-Line. That are like these really cheap import pedals. They're like 30 bucks a pop sort of thing. Uh, some of these can be really great. I've heard a lot of great stories about them. It's Christmas music. Why are, bells, Steve, what are you doing? Why are you doing Christmas music? Steve is opening a bottle of Sam Adams right now. Oh, man. Oh, Come man. on, Steve. You need a new bottle opener. Dude, this is the church... Church issued bottle opener. Yeah, you just made a ton of noise m- knocking your mic around for this little bit where you're pouring a beer. Uh, Steve is Steve is drinking beer tonight. I'm drinking whiskey. We're having a good time. So, anyways, there's these two pedals on Reverb. This guy's grouping them together: the Hot Plexi from Joyo and the Vintage Phase from Joyo. And he basically is billing this as a uh, as a, a Van Halen starter pack. Here, I'll read the description. The Eddie Van Halen starter pack, essentially <laughs> Phase 90 clone and a Plexi clone, uh, two great pedals, one great price, excellent for that young musician or seasoned pro looking to get Van Halen tones quickly. I used these when I played in the pit for the Wedding Singer musical. Nailed that tone, and he wants $50 plus $10 shipping on Reverb for this. Here's the problem, though. Amazon... These pedals are $30 with free shipping, like each. So he's charging used what these pedals are worth new, and anyone can get that price if they have an Amazon account, which anyone can get. Right. And on top of that, I mean, I I guess that's the price of the Joyo, but the Phase 90 is only like $40 used. Yeah. the the, the, Which is the real... Well, I shouldn't say the real because MXR has changed the circuit over time. Sure. But it's going to be a lot that, closer. Right. Well, that's the official. The Joyo might be exactly the same. I don't know. Who knows? And it's probably fine. But for 30, you know, this guy's got to come down. What What do you think would be fair for these uh, used? 
See, that's the problem is is because the Joyo line is so cheap to begin with. Yeah, you don't. You just don't have a lot of. There's not uh, a lot of room, room to go down to begin with. So I mean, I would say, really, you'd probably be stuck doing like forty bucks plus shipping, which is only ten dollars less. But yeah. if you were to, if I would, if I had these and I bought these for thirty dollars a piece. I would be comfortable listing them like ten dollars or twenty dollars a piece locally. Sure, sure. That's hard. It's yeah, it's hard. This is the kind of stuff that's like, why are you putting this on reverb? Yeah, totally. It's not worth the shipping effort. Yeah, for you know this forty dollars or fifty dollars you're going to make. Um, I think with pedals this cheap, you just kind of have to bite the bullet and take the loss and sell it local on Craigslist. And know that, like, I had a bunch of Behringer stuff for a while. Like, I had a Behringer Fuzz and a Behringer uh, Reverb that I had, or a Delay. I can't remember which uh, one. You had a Behringer Boost, didn't you? I did have that boost. You had that preamp boost. I forgot or that I had that boost. Um, I only remember the Delay and the boost. I had a Fuzz for a while. And those are, like, $30 brand new. I sold those things for, like, 15 bucks each locally. Like, that's just the way it goes. They're cheap pedals, and not cheap because they're affordable. Like, they're literally cheap. Yeah. Pe- and people who buy them used know that they're cheap. You handed me, I think it was the Delay. Yeah, it's made out of plastic. And I couldn't believe how heavy and flimsy that pedal was at the same time. Right. Like, people... So, I'm a huge fan of the Dan Electro Mini series yeah. in general. Uh, I've got a PB&J and Fish and Chips EQ, a PB and J delay and efficient chips EQ that like I'm working on selling, but I'm only working on selling them because I need to. Right. Not because like I don't want them. Totally. And people always complain about those pedals being flimsy, but like my experience with them has always been aside from the pots, like they're pretty solid. The Behringer stuff I actually so the delay was heavy. That booster that you had, the preamp booster, whatever, uh-huh. that thing was I mean, I'm speechless. <laughs> it's just the stuff is made out of the cheapest plastic yeah, you could imagine. It's the cheapest, thinnest plastic. It's so light. I remember think like holding the pedal and being like, "This is." I don't even feel like I'm holding something. Yeah, yeah. The, the the circuit board inside is just robot printed garbage. Yeah, and it's just you can't expect a lot out of these things. Or you know, the reverbs and delays are, you know digital clones of line six stuff and and all that kind of nonsense but yeah this guy's just i've thought about riding him but i realized i don't actually want these pedals so it's like a dead end for me yeah and it's it's reverb i mean yeah totally eventually someone's gonna link your email back to your your account and (laughs) give me a bad review yeah should we move on to that guitar um which which one the bottle opener the bottle opener. I gotta find it. Yeah, I think Presser. my wife found this and sent it to us. If she, if, there it is. If another listener sent this to us, uh, correct us on the Facebook group. Uh, just search for Sixty Cycle Hum" on Facebook, and you'll find us. All right, this guitar is at Main Street in Mulberry. This is a used Washburn Lion guitar and electric drum set. I think your wife sent this to us. Yeah, I have an extra guitar and electric drum set that I haven't used in quite a while. I was never any good at drums, and I have other guitars that I use instead of this one. 
The drum set does not have a name brand. It's basically like the drum, like this drum set, whatever is in the picture, I don't know. Uh-huh. But without the moving symbols. Oh, there's a link to eBay. Um, no way. It just scrolled to another page. Oh, come it's on. nice to play, but I haven't been able to invest. I don't care about your drums. All right, I'm moving on. <laughs> As for the guitar. The drums are like the most garbagey, like bought at a department store electric drum kit yeah, you could imagine. Yeah, garbage. As for the guitar, I believe it was my third. Thanks. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you know. <laughs> Oh, I wonder in what order he bought this guitar compared to his other guitars. I, I, I think my MIJ Strat was my third guitar, but I've owned so many guitars that I don't really know. I have no idea what was my third guitar. Uh, as for the guitar, I believe it was my third. I really liked it, and I played it for a lot of years. But the other guitars are much nicer. Originally in the 700 to $1,000 range. So this one just sort of faded out of being used. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know? Both of them would be great for beginner to intermediate players. And I've even played more than a few shows with the guitar. Guitar. a hundred and uh, Guitar. Uh, you can do it, Steve. I believe in you. <laughs> guitar. $100 OBO. Drum set. $150 OBO. All right. Let's talk about this guitar. I don't care about the drum set. It was so... I had so much confusion with the $700 to $1,000 thing. I had to read it over and over again. I was like, is he saying that this guitar was originally that much? No, he's and saying it, that his, the other guitars that he owns are in that range. Yeah, and that's such a bizarre piece of information to volunteer. Like, yeah, yeah I've got this guitar that I'm selling. My other guitars, they're worth so much more. Yeah. This guitar's all right, but it's not as all right as my other guitars. It's like the guys that drive like a beat up old truck and they have the license plate holder that says like my other car is a Porsche or something like that, you know? It why is he telling us that? I always like the license plate holder that's like my other car is a firefly. <laughs> what? It's a firefly reference. Oh the 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 T V show? The T V show. The science fiction thing. Okay, I get or, it now. Or, my other car is the Battlestar Galactica. Oh my gosh, so nerdy. Hey, um, hey Ryan. Yes. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Bears beats and Battlestar Galactica. What does All it right. mean? Let's let's move forward. Okay. So $100 for this bottle opening guitar. Uh do you think that's a fair price for that thing? I don't think it's a fair price for it, but I really like this design. You like the design of the guitar. Yeah. Why? What do you like about this? I don't this? know. I hate it. There's something about this. So this is so for those of you who aren't in the Facebook group because you're too cool for Facebook. <laughs> um this is kind of like a flying a Randy Rhodes style V design. Right. Where the lower horn is shorter than the top horn. Yeah, but the lower horn in addition to being shorter than the top horn, but they're both rounded horns. And the lower horn has this like extra bulge on it that makes it look like a bottle opener. Yeah. Um, like if you had a bottle of beer that was like seven feet tall, <laughs> you could use this to open it. Right. Right. And uh, I don't know. There's something about this guitar that like if it wasn't a lion and maybe a hundred bucks for a lion in this design is a fair price. But there's something about it that like appeals to me. <laughs> The few completed listings I could find for this, how, how, what say a number, guess. 60. 70. Okay. So a little more than you thought. Like, these go for dirt cheap. 
I bo- well, they're probably garbage. Like I, yeah. I keep calling them Lion guitars. So these guitars are built by Washburn, yeah. and it's the Washburn by Lion series. And the problem no, with it's Lion by Washburn, w- Lion by Washburn, Lion sorry. is like Washburn's squire. Yeah, equivalent. and the problem with this is that. Washburn is already a yeah. squire level. Like Washburn makes night. Washburn's weird. Yeah. So Washburn went makes some really nice stuff that's expensive. Yeah. But the thing is, is their entire range of instrument basically, if you took squire and you took like Fender up through like their MIK stuff, so you're pushing like seven eight hundred dollars. That's your typical Washburn line. Right. So the idea of Washburn having a lower tier, basically everything in their lion series, it might even be Lyon because it might be French. I'm no, not sure. some of their some of their guitars have a, an actual like a logo of a lion head. Yeah, oh right, but so I think it's got to be lion. Okay. Um but I'm saying it might be like they're trying to be like French. Maybe. So it might be a different pronunciation, but still mean lion. Regardless, all of these guitars are sold at freaking Walmart, yeah, dirt cheap. and Target and whatever else, and they're just they're cheap guitars, which is why, as much as I like the build and design of this, and and it's one of these guitars that I'm sure it plays like crap. Oh, totally. They're just something from an aesthetic level that I like. Well, I think there's another company that did a similar V shape, like Schecter did it or something. Oh yeah, or someone else. I can't yeah, remember. I don't know. But they did the similar kind of off take on a V. But I just think it's hideous. The headstock on this thing is gross too. I didn't even look at the headstock. I've, I've only this, looked at the body shape. It's got another bottle opener on the headstock, basically. Oh, okay. oh right, yeah, that's the lion. That's their headstock design. I'm not a fan of that headstock design yeah. for sure. And it's got to be photo flame on this, right? There's no way that's actually oh yeah the wood. Yeah. That's photo flame for sure. There's nothing wrong with photo flame if it's Fender. <laughs> Some photo flame is really bad looking, though. Like, if you get up close to it and you can see, like, the, the printer Well, dots, that's how your hammer is. I know. The base. Yeah. The Fender stuff is pretty is pretty solid. Though. Sure. But that's, like, mid-90s MIJ stuff. Yeah. All right. Let's hit that last ad. All right. This thing was sent to us by Robert on the Facebook group. And it is a... Well, do you want to read it? You read it. Roy Buchanan... (laughs) Maybe I should read it. Roy Buchanan, Fender Telecaster, USA, $1 at JFK. This is is from Robert? Yeah. This was on the Facebook group? It was on the Facebook... Let me pull it up. Is JFK in New York City? Uh, Robert Siglin. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, I'm used to everything from New York coming from Dan in NYC. <laughs> uh, all this says is Fender guitar, more photos on eBay, Fender Telecaster Roy. I feel like I've seen this around somewhere else recently. Like it was either on another uh, Facebook group or someone else sent it to us or it was on Reddit or something like that. But this, there's some artist out there doing these carvings of guitars. I forget the, what the other one was. Probably like a Jimi Hendrix or something like that. Right. I had to look this up because I wasn't sure who Roy Buchanan was. He's a uh, he's like a country player. Right. And he's kind of known for developing what we think of as the modern Telecaster sound, I guess. 
like kind of like a deep woody twangy sort of sort of thing. Right. But he's from what I could gather on him, he's like one of these guys who's considered you know, like one of the greatest players no one's ever heard of sort of situation. Sure. He does where, have, he does have a Wikipedia entry, so where, you know, all sorts of other musicians cite him as an influence, but then like you've never actually heard his stuff and you're not familiar with them. What's the price on this listing? One dollar. Oh, one dollar. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> so this is also kind of weird because it's almost like it's trying to redirect to eBay. I got the eBay yeah. page up. It's currently at six hundred and ten dollars with twelve bids. Reserve not met. This guy, the guy is trying to to drive up traffic to his eBay listing for sure. Uh, have we even described this? It is a it is a Telecaster that has a really extreme body carving on it. Like, Here's the whole description from eBay. Oh, good. Here's a portrait of the great Roy Buchanan on a Fender Telecaster USA by Jim Busk. Guitar is a one-of-a-kind item that is hand-drawn, hand-carved, and hand-painted, and has taken a long time to complete and cannot be duplicated. Guitar plays and sounds great. Guitar has a few nicks, and the back of the body has checking in the paint. Body was carved about 10 years ago. Blah, blah, blah. That's what it says. <laughs> That's actually what it says. Yeah, but did it say it without attitude, Steve? I don't know. <laughs> blah, uh, blah, blah. There were a lot of great guitars out there, but no one played the Telecaster as beautifully as Roy Buchanan. Period. Thanks for looking. Please omit, please omit photo number 12. I haven't gotten to photo number 12 yet. Five, six, seven, oh, come eight, on. nine, ten. Oh, my gosh. So photo number 12 is a picture of a different guitar. And it's got John Lennon's face. Oh, on it. that's it, John Lennon. Yeah. So, so th- this guy who carves these things has made a bunch of them, probably. Yeah. Um, why didn't the guy just take that photo down off his eBay listing? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but it's a really pretty carved job. I really like the workmanship here. It's really detailed, and I actually feel like. I looked at some pictures of what Roy Buchanan looks like, and I feel like this actually really captures yeah, he, kind of the essence of that. He nailed it. And, you know, we've, we talked about, you know, other carved guitars in the past that have been garbage, but this is actually really cool. I'd hang this on my wall. I'm not even really that familiar with Roy Buchanan, uh, but, you know, I think it's just a pretty piece. Even if you don't know who that guy is, it's like... Okay, here's a guitar that's obviously carved at a certain level of craftsmanship. It's got some guy holding a, a Telecaster in the guitar with like a bunch of flowers and floral stuff. And it's just a really interesting piece. Uh, if It's at 600 right now on eBay? Yeah, 610. Uh, how many days are left on it? Oh, um, I'm not sure because I closed it. I mean, if that if this thing finishes under a thousand dollars, two days, seventeen hours. If this thing th- finishes under a thousand dollars, it's a USA Telecaster still. I, that's I think that's still great with twelve bidders with and two days to go. I think it'll make a run. You think so? Yeah. People are sitting on this like they've got money in their pocket and they just don't want to show their cards a, yet. A lot of times, I just my general experience with eBay is that. When there are a lot of bids early, uh huh, um, that at the end, like towards the last day, twelve hours or so, like someone, someone will make a move and people will respond. It'll and be a war. There will be a big, big run on it. Yeah, 
could be wrong. It doesn't always happen, but a lot of times, like... No, I could definitely see that happening. Anytime I bid on something on eBay and there's more than, like, three or four bidders on it, I get really nervous about my odds. (laughs) I don't think I've had very good success at buying things on eBay, like, trying to get a good price by bidding. Right. Because I always get outbid. There's always someone else who's got the skills to snipe me. (laughs) I just haven't had a good time on eBay in general. It's, uh, it's tr- it can be tricky. Yeah, I'm sure the people who have it figured out are stoked on it, but it's not my it's not my scene, man. What the worst is is like when you have a slow computer. And so you're, <laughs> I, I had this happen to me a few times where like I was waiting until like five seconds to place my last bid, uh-huh. and like. I place it and it takes five seconds no. for my computer to register it. Oh man. Or for some reason, like my cookies have reset. Not your cookies. <laughs> my cookies have reset and it doesn't send. And oh, it's like, man. oh, you you need to log in before before you can place uh, this bid. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Should we move on to the topic? Yeah, so this ad feeds in uh, pretty much directly to our topic. Uh, beautifully to our topic. Um, and our topic was sent in by... Dan in New York. Dan in New York. And Maybe we already mentioned him this. this episode, so here we are talking about him again. Uh, I'll read it. Sure. Hey guys, enjoying the cast. That's short for podcast for people who don't know. Uh, here's a topic suggestion for you. Guitars with a specific theme, Western, space, aircraft, sports, cars, etc. They are out there and most are cool in my opinion. Check out Stu Made Guitars for some good examples. I have attached pics of my Amplicaster guitar. The theme is pretty obvious. Most people love it. Let me know if you have any questions about it. I'm available for phoners, <laughs> Skype, satellite, and in-person interviews. I live in New York, so you would probably have to pay for airfare, hotel, and a daily food allowance. Thanks, Dan in New York. So I didn't realize that Dan... He's saying that he made this, right? Maybe. Unless maybe he just bought it. I think he's saying that he's the one responsible for making this guitar. Because he makes guitars, right? I have no idea. We've talked about him before. I feel like... Well, a, he sent in... I feel like a, like a doofus for not knowing he's, this. He's sent in topics before. Yeah, but... I have seen this guitar before in pictures, and it is impressive. I'm really confused because I just went to Stu Made Guitars, and I hit on topics, and it's all a bunch of like women in various assorted types of bathing suits. Uh-huh. Oh, this one's not wearing a shirt. It's awesome. Like a, it's like a swimwear site, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I'm I'm really confused. What is going on? There's no on? guitars? It's just ladies in suits? StuMadeGuitars.Wix.com is a photography website. What? I have no idea Where, what just happened what to are me. You, what are you doing on the internet, Steve? I, I don't know. Okay, let's talk about this guitar for a little bit. Sure. This guitar he sent us is a Telecaster-shaped guitar that has been completely themed to be like a Fender Silverface amp. This not a silver face, like a black face. Ain't black face, yeah. yeah. Um, I got it's got the silver cloth on it. Is what I was getting at. Uh, the body has the silver cloth all the way across it. It's got amp knobs on it. It's got a jewel light from a Fender amp next to the switch, the pickup selector switch. 
I think even the pick guard material is like Tolex, and then the back of the guitar is amp Tolex. Yeah. And this thing has even got this really slick um, uh, neck plate that says Amplicaster on it. It looks like it's, you know, frosted or printed on there somehow. This thing is just sharp. It, it looks sharp, really clean. Sharp, sharp, sharp for days. Um, I actually... So on his Facebook page, uh, apparently this is for stew-made guitars. This isn't for the Amplicaster necessarily. Uh-huh. It says, this was the guitar that started it all. Saw a billboard for Lilo and Stitch in Disney's California Adventure in 2002. There was a surfboard in the promo that was mint. That was a mint green with hibiscus flowers. I set out to design a surfboard guitar using the same graphics. And basically... That's what it is. It's a strat, no pit guard. Um, that's it's. I mean, it's looks like somebody took a surfboard and turned it into a guitar. Oh, you know what? I follow this guy <laughs> on Instagram, I think, or or Facebook or something. He makes some freaking cool stuff. Yeah, these things all look great. They're all kind of thematic. Um, again, we're not a hundred percent sure. I think where this uh, Amplicaster comes from, um, but you know, it's funny. I've never thought of these as thematic guitars as a genre, I guess, um, of guitars, uh-huh. but ultimately. We have talked about these a few times. Like we talked about a, a couple, I don't know how long ago it was, but we talked about that tweed Les Paul, like that oh, yeah. tweed covered Les Paul that has um, like a pinup girl on it. And that's definitely like a very thematic idea. Like it's a very 50s, you've got the tweed, you've got the girl, you've got that tweed girl. Um, okay, I, I just found like a, a, pay, a post on TDPRI about the Amplicaster. So I'm assuming this is from Dan. He's yeah. the one who posted it on here. Uh, he It says on here, the Amplicaster is a standard 2009 MIM Tele that I sent to RS Guitar Works along with a mock-up image of what I wanted. They delivered. So if that's from Dan, he's he uh, had someone put this together yeah. for him. The, the Amplicaster looks so slick. I would definitely play oh, that. Yeah, totally. It it looks great. Well, I'd play a Strat version of it. Sure. Because i got to have that tremolo. Another thematic guitar that we talked about um, in a really early episode, I, and I definitely think this qualifies, is that 51. Do you remember the Squire 51? Where we called that dude up oh, in Washington. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a thematic guitar. That's a very like 50s military theme. Uh-huh. But that thing was really rad. Yeah, totally. I love themed guitars. I, you know, it's funny. We got this topic suggestion. I don't know if it came the same day or the day after something like that. But I was talking on the Facebook group about this guitar I found on Reddit that had like a an Egyptian theme to it. Right. Like that gold SG and the case was a sarcophagus. Yeah, it was a coffin case that somebody had added like yeah. a mummy carve out to the top. That thing is nuts. And it got me talking about how, you know how there's like 
all sorts of different cable shows about you know people who make things like there's the motorcycle show where they make motorcycles and yeah you know the hot rod shows i don't like have any of these channels gun shows where people make custom guns and custom fish tanks and, and you know, pimp my ride yeah pimp my ride type of stuff I always wanted there to be one that centered around like custom themed guitars that right. did just crazy stuff like this, and that would just be awesome. And then in the end, they donate it to like a organization, or they you know it's for a celebrity or something like that. Right? Uh, it would just be a great, great show. If They're, you're listening, Discovery Channel, why not? Right? Yeah, sixty cycle hum. Yeah. We'll be the uh, we'll be the personalities on there, yeah, and we'll go around to different shops and and have places make. Is this crazy a Discovery things. Channel thing, or is it more of like a TLC? I think all the channels have this stuff going on now. So Discovery Channel this week totally derailment had that eaten a lot. Did you hear about eating alive? I did. Didn't the guy like tap out of it? Yeah. Well, not only did he tap out, but the anaconda they found was like way too small yeah. to eat a person. <laughs> <laughs> so like bit onto his helmet and then it just started squeezing the crap out of him which is what anacondas tend to do yeah but like i guess originally they had planned on finding like this like a giant male anaconda that actually possibly could eat a person what was their end plan as far as getting him out of the anaconda i don't know and were and, they gonna slice open an anaconda right, for TV? On, on tv i don't know the whole thing was just really like jump the sharkish, like yeah, crazy TV. Why are you doing Look, this? Look, if you want some, you'll if you want to pay somebody a crap ton of money to wear a helmet and get squeezed by anaconda. I'm still looking for work. <laughs> uh, how much money to not tap out, Steve? No, I'm still. I'm gonna tap out just like that, dude. <laughs> oh man, anaconda wrestling. It's the newest sport. Um, anyway, uh, there used to be a guitar on our local Craigslist that kind of falls in this category. Do you remember the Moore Cowbell Washburn? <laughs> no. There used to be a, gu- a guitar on our Craigslist all the time. It was like maybe a hundred and eighty dollars, and it was a red. I, I don't. I think it was a red flying V shape. But again, like we talked about with that lion flying V. Uh huh. It was kind of like that, but it was a Washburn. So Washburn, I want to say it was an A110. It was an A-something series. Uh, it was like an 80s design for Washburn. And uh, maybe it was Maybe it was like an A70. Regardless, it was red. It said more cowbell on it in like block lettering. Uh-huh. And it had a picture of Will Ferrell. Nice. Like in doing his i forgot what the character's name was but uh-huh. the more cowbell guy i feel like if you're gonna have a cowbell bell themed guitar there has to be an actual cowbell attached to it somehow <laughs> so you could uh you could rock that thing while no you're it just said more cowbell on the, like the upper wing and uh-huh. with a picture of will ferrell on it nice uh so that stew made guitars i was just scrolling through the facebook page and i i think we have talked about this before or i've I have talked to individuals about it before. This guy made a beach guitar, oh. a beach themed guitar that is insane. Uh, like I've got this picture here and it doesn't even really do it justice. Like you have to look like this is like model train level theme going on here where it it's a Stratocaster shape. And in, from 
the picture I'm looking at right now, it's like, oh, okay, there's like a beach scene painted on it. Like, oh, there's a surfboard, there's a wave, there's the sand and like a pier. But when you see close-up shots of this guitar, right, like it's 3D. Like it's, oh, wow. the sand looks like sand and it has like footprints in it. The water for the wave. That was the time when Jesus carried you. <laughs> the water for the wave is made out of like clear, like resin. Wow. So you can look through the water. The surfboard is three-dimensional, like it's laying across the sand. The pickup selector switch is a uh, a beach ball. And the pier looks like it's made out of like old rotting wood. And that's a three-dimensional carving, like raising out of the guitar. The whole thing is just a crazy theme piece. And it's just rad. Just super, super rad. I, I think I found this guy on Instagram uh, like a year or so ago and it just blew my mind i wrote him and asked if he would be on the podcast with us but he never wrote me back oh yeah i know big bummer right i think he's based out of uh la or something that's not even that far it's not maybe we'll run into him at nam and i'll be like hey how come you didn't write me back yeah buddy? <laughs> uh do we have any other themed guitars to talk about uh. i feel like there's some big ones out there that we should be remembering we should have done some homework on this maybe that abraham lincoln (laughs) the abe lincoln from a few weeks ago yeah um have you ever seen the uh the ernie ball guitar that has like four humbuckers in it is that like a rick nielsen no it couldn't be no i think it's for the guy from spinal tap yeah, okay, yeah, I have seen that. It's and like it's, a it's like yellow. It's like an automotive theme. Yeah. And it's got like t- tailpipe sticking out of it and the 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 Floyd Rose arm has like a an eight ball like yeah. stick shift thing on it and it's just this crazy guitar. It's got lights and switches for every single pickup. I always really dug that guitar. I'd I'd play that thing all day long. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, like Fender is always um, Fender's just throwing like the racing stripe on stuff. Uh huh. But they're they're kind of messed with that idea a little bit. Well, I think any with the amount of like the the, the level of customization and theming we're talking about usually doesn't come from big builders. Yeah, it comes I from mean, small builders who are either uh, modifying an existing guitar. Or from small builders that are completely starting from scratch. Sure, I mean there there are a lot of themed, there are a lot of simple themed guitars from like big manufacturers. Sure, uh, like Ibanez. It's funny because I listened to our last episode yesterday. Uh huh. Um, I mentioned that your wife sent this to us. The Ibanez HR Geiger themed. Oh man, a uh, guitar. I, I was going to pull that ad, but it's already down, so I oh, okay. I didn't get a screen grab. So, of it. Uh, like Ibanez did this. HR, HR Geiger was the guy who designed the aliens for for yeah. the Alien fran- movie franchise. Uh, so you see stuff like that with with g- different guitar builders, and we've talked about different themes. Like we talked about the Batman guitar uh-huh. on here, and we talked about the Bugs Bunny guitar not too long ago. Yeah, um, and things like that. But uh, it's a whole other thing, I think, to create a theme that either completely embodies something aside from just like the Bugs Bunny guitar. Great. You took some wood and you carved Bugs Bunny into it. Right. And there's definitely some innovation there, like making that head shape work with the neck. Uh huh. I think it's a whole other thing to do like this Amplicaster we've been talking about, oh, yeah. where it's like you've got. 
a front that either is grill or looks a hell of a lot like grill. Yeah. And you've got knobs that look like that are fender. I mean, I guess the fender chicken head knob is what's used on like the, the deluxe telecaster. Um, but you've got like a jewel light built into the guitar. And it's got the fender badge on it. You've got the fender badge on it. Exactly. I mean, that thing can't be terribly comfortable to play. No, no, maybe. <laughs> I mean, your arm rests right on the fender logo. Sure. It's going to look great when it relics, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to look like a beat-up amp. <laughs> uh, so so that's like a whole other thing. And with the small builder, you have the flexibility to really go above and beyond, like uh-huh. just printing out a picture and, and slapping it to a body and then painting over it. Right. Who is the company? Um, There's a company that did a bunch of, like, Monsters of Cinema themed guitars oh, yeah. recently, not too long ago. Wasn't it either? It was either Schecter or Ibanez or something. Yeah, it was. Some, I want. It might have been Schecter, and Schecter's done some other thematic. Yeah. I mean, the photo guitars. print stuff, or maybe it was like a Dean or like a BC Rich or something. Right. Well, the photo print guitars, like I get it. It's like the Sobe guitar, you know, classic episode from us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if there is such a thing as a classic sixty cycle hum episode. Um, the Sobe guitar is it, um, you know, photo printed themed guitars are one thing, but I think we're talking more about these custom, like over the top, like one off. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, again, it's one of those things where I can really appreciate them. I don't know that I would ever play them. They're pieces of art. That's for sure. Exactly. Like the one from Stu made the beach scene. Like, I don't think I could play that. Right. Like, it's just a piece of art. Like, I I would strum it every now and then, but I, I would feel nervous really laying into it on a stage because I just get sweaty. I don't know what it would take to clean it. You know, it's... You want that thing to kind of stay pristine. Right. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Did you run out of steam, Steve? I don't know what else to say about this topic. Um... Oh, I feel like there was another guitar I was thinking about that we could talk about, but it's not coming to me. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, maybe this is a short episode. Is it short? Yeah, we're at 46 minutes. Wow. Yeah, but that's fine. What are we doing for music this week? Uh, we've got a Christmas song. Who sent it to us? i got to pull up the email. All right. <laughs> this Here's is some really interesting space. listening. I know, right? Wow, that's awful. Yeah. Okay. I, it was from Isaac Vining. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have written this stuff down. He says, "I know you guys are doing the once a year rule, but I figured, hey, it's a Christmas song time." Oh, I read that so wrong. But I figured, hey, it's Christmas song time. So here's a Christmas song melody the Skyline Social did in 2011. Fun oh, stuff. Pop punk. So uh, early in our. In our uh, podcast episodes, I think Isaac sent us a song and then sent us more songs a few months or weeks later. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think we're going to try to do it one per year. And uh, I'm at the point now where I don't remember who sent us what anymore. Oh, I remember. I just... And I don't really care anymore. Exactly. Uh, so uh, that rule's over. Uh, we're really just going to play what's available You'd to us. You'd think with 570 plus listeners, we'd have more than five people sending us songs. <laughs> Steve, we definitely have 570 plus listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, but even without those numbers, we still like a normal for our podcast is still over 400. Yeah. Some of those people are, have got to be musicians, right? Maybe. And they've got to have songs. That what if there's recorded. just a bunch of like music historians <laughs> <laughs> that listen to our podcast? <laughs> oh man. And they're that- all, they're all sitting around going like, Hmm, that might be an interesting piece of music history. Let me look that up. No, if this if it's music historians listening to us, then they're listening to us just to rage hate us. Because they're like, oh, they're so wrong. Oh, everything they say is wrong. I don't agree with any of it. Uh, so anyways, here's a song from Isaac Vining. This is a short episode. If that bothers you, I'm so sorry. Um, write to us and we will uh, we will refund your money yeah Yeah. we'll read it and then we'll go oops oops (laughs) I didn't do a long enough podcast what am I supposed to do with those missing 12 minutes yeah (laughs) alright see you later guys alright see ya